Welcome to the Prophecy Club. For the last week or so, I've been talking about how the internal revolution has started. Now, let me make this clear. I don't think that the final internal revolution has started because the final internal revolution starts when Israel is invaded and America sends troops and the communists in America begin to protest. We aren't there yet. So we're not at the final internal revolution, but I think a lot of us understand that an internal revolution of any sort is going to continue to escalate, and it's just a matter of time until we get to the right one that God finally says, all right, I've had enough, and that is when we turn against Israel, it's over. Now, I quote Fox News here a lot. I tell you, I like Fox News. Uh, Hannity is my favorite out there. And I'm about to play for you now Janine Pirro, and she is talking about socialism. Now, you remember that Dimitri was told that the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people would start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries would attack and de defeat America in one day. Well, listen to what Janine Pirro says and see if you think that this is getting really close to the fulfillment of that prophecy and internal revolution. The rise of socialism has never been more clear. Right now in America, there are forces dug in, organized, and well-funded doing whatever is necessary to make socialism happen. Today's demonstrations are part of an ongoing step-by-step -step agenda to change our country at its very core. They demand the abolition of ICE, immigration and customs enforcement, and the zero-tolerance policy of the Trump administration. I think we need to abolish ICE. That seems really clear. They have strayed so far from the interests of the American people and the interests of humanity. Cynthia, are you stupid? I know as an actress, you're used to saying what's on the script. And this government thing is new to you. But strayed so far from the interest of the American people? The whole point of ICE is to protect the American people from illegals who would do us harm physically and financially. ICE is doing exactly what it was created to do. Are you stupid too? And the president is using it as his own police force? When ICE was doing its job in 2009 to 2016, was it Obama's police force? And you think ICE is making us less safe? I've got two words for you. Kate Steinle. And if you abolish ICE, who arrests the drug dealers and the coyotes coming across our border in droves, delivering 80% of the narcotics and 90% of the heroin here? Who deports the illegal who committed rape when he finishes his jail time? You don't want them deported? Maybe they ought to come live with you. And Kirsten Gillibrand, a United States senator who has ambition to run for president in 2020, says... We should protect families that need our help, and that is not what ICE is doing today, and that's why I believe you should get rid of it, start over, reimagine it, and build something that actually works. Americans want the immigration laws enforced. Even 60% of the Democrats want that. Trump issues an executive order to end the family separations, and yet they still march. Trump issues an executive order to end the family separations, and yet they still march. 
And yet they still march. Illegals, people who do not respect our laws, are entitled to everything that we Americans are. That they're being wronged by Americans if we don't share our wealth, our capitalist success, and our way of life with them. This, my friends, is socialism. Like the Women's March, these anti-Trump protests are extremely well organized. And they are more than political. They are ideological. We are witnessing the evolution of a socialist coup. We are witnessing the evolution of a socialist coup. Did you hear it? F your borders, F your walls, we will make your system fall. F your borders, F your walls, we will make your system fall. Socialists are beginning to win elections at the state and national level, defeating even long-term incumbents, and expect more hard-left Democratic candidates to run. You know, even Obama's cradle-to-grave fictional ad called The Life of Julia suggests an anti-capitalist socialist framework. And for those of you who need reminding, socialism doesn't work. The crushing poverty and violence in Venezuela is just the latest example. According to the Wall Street Journal, people go through garbage bags full of rubbish to take whatever they can and then try to sell the empty bags. Socialism, when private property and the distribution of income is subject to state control, hasn't worked out very well in Sweden either. National health care, far from what they promised. Pregnant mothers are turned away from maternity wards because of overcrowding, causing women to give birth on the street. Socialists have or want what you have. I, for one, work hard pay taxes, believe in capitalism, and have no plan to move to Venezuela or Sweden. One of my heroes, Margaret Thatcher, put it best when she said, the trouble with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. Eventually you run out of other people's money. Other people's money. Let me refresh your memory. You remember April 15th, 2002, Leslie was told, and there's seven points to this dream, These are the points that lead to the fall of America. Arafat would go into the hospital. Of course, when we said that, no one believed her. But about two years later, 11-11-04 at 3.30 a.m., he died in the hospital just like she was told. She was also told that Israel would give the Palestinians a state. I can show you several articles right now that is showing that President Trump is working behind the scenes trying to solve the Israeli-Palestinian issue. The closer he gets, the closer that prophecy is to being fulfilled. The Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Oil will be discovered in Israel, and I believe that I'll have something to do with that. And if I am the person to discover oil in Israel, then that's maybe good news because we're still several years away from being able to do that. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land, and Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. Then, January 22 of 06, she heard words in the night. And I haven't told you this, but I was given another dream. I think it was June 14th of 2008 where the Lord spoke to me audibly that night, and I'm not going into all the details there, but when he spoke, I heard him in the night say, 
And when those prophecies I gave your wife, that's the way he said it, when those prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. So I'm telling you in advance, this thing that I'm telling you, it's confirmed. It's, I'm not just doing this trying to scare donations away. <laughs> I'm doing this because I'm trying to let you know this is true. This is happening, and it's not going away despite our prayers to try to make it. So anyway, January 22 of 06, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America, one of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel has attacked America, sends troops. There's your final internal revolution. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then you heard me quoting Dimitri Dudem and the follow of America would start with an internal revolution. Now listen to Tucker Carlson talking about left violence. I'm not saying this. This is Tucker Carlson of Fox News saying it. But listen to what he says because it's further proof we're right. The internal revolution has started, not the final internal revolution, but many revolutions can come before the final one actually hits. Every American is born with inherent rights. That's what our founding documents say, and the purpose of the U.S. government is to protect those rights. That has been our national creed for hundreds of years, and it's worked. But the left no longer believes it. Progressives have decided that the Bill of Rights applies only to people who agree with them. Their views are protected by the First Amendment. Your views are hate speech. The Second Amendment covers their security detail. You can't be trusted to have a gun at home. Now the activist left is telling us that people who disagree with them no longer have freedom of movement or association. They can't go to the movies or go to restaurants. If they dare leave their homes, they will be surrounded by mobs and threatened. It's happening. Last Friday, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her family were forced to leave a restaurant in Virginia because the owner didn't like their politics. Sanders and her husband went home, but the rest of their family went to another restaurant. That wasn't good enough. They had committed the sin of being related to someone who works at the White House. So progressives continued to harangue them as they tried to eat. This is happening in a lot of places to a lot of people. Protesters, for example, have massed outside the home of White House aide Stephen Miller. In case their intentions weren't clear enough, they put up mock wanted posters with Miller's face on them. A DHS employee, meanwhile, found a burned, decapitated animal carcass on his front porch. Again, the message is crystal clear. Activists on the left are moving toward violence. They are aware of this, and some applaud it. A piece yesterday in Splinter News, which is owned by Univision, explained that intimidating Trump supporters in public places is, quote, just the minimum baseline here. This is all going to get more extreme, and it should, end quote. How extreme? Well, the article fondly recalls the domestic terror bombings of the 1970s, thousands a year in America. That's our future, the article says. Unfortunately, we're headed there fast. Over the weekend in Los Angeles, Congressman Maxine Waters urged the mob to hunt down and find members of the president's cabinet. Here's part of it. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Already, you have members of your cabinet uh, that are being booed out of restaurants. Who have protesters taking up at their house. Who's saying no peace, no sleep. No peace, no sleep. Let's stay the course. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. 
Maxine Waters isn't just any member of Congress. The Daily Beast calls her, quote, a folk hero. BuzzFeed describes her as the unchallenged new face of the Democratic Party. And indeed, she is. She's also a self-described civil rights leader, which makes it a little weird to see her demanding that certain people be denied public accommodations. Sorry, we don't serve your kind at the lunch counter. That's exactly what she is saying. And she said it again yesterday. I stand by my speech in saying that the protests have already started. They're probably going to continue. The message of all this is clear. The left no longer considers its political opponents fellow citizens or even human. How long before they start openly calling for something bad to happen to those opponents? Well, in the case of Maxine Waters, it won't be the first time. In 1992, Waters cheered as racist mobs burned Los Angeles. As she put it at the time, riot is the voice of the unheard. When Reginald Denny was dragged from his truck and nearly murdered for the color of his skin, beaten in the head with a cinder block on camera, Waters championed his attackers. She partied with them after their trial. Maxine Waters has a record of endorsing mob violence. Everyone in Washington knows that. Democrats don't care. To his credit, Chuck Schumer did call Waters' most recent remarks, quote, not American. Good for him. But hardly anyone else said anything. Nancy Pelosi blamed Donald Trump for what Waters said. That was a theme. Stop hitting me, they said as they threw the first punch. I feel that we are in pre-Nazi Germany. The, the stages of things that are occurring on a daily basis, the obfuscation, the lies, the totalitarian behavior is shocking and horrendous. And we have to be vigilant. They follow the exact pattern that Hitler has. He is evil. He is evil. And the thing is, I thought, I'll come in and he won't really know because he's not that smart. He doesn't, you know, he'll just do a showmanship thing. But he's evil. This is about racism. This is pure and simple racism. That's all this is. The people who support him are frightened to death of this country becoming the browning of America. Something interesting has happened. As progressives become more authoritarian and less tolerant, they seem more convinced that they're fighting actual Nazis rather than their fellow Americans with whom in the scheme of things they have only relatively mild political differences. The more they accuse the administration of extremism, the more extreme they become. And that's not surprising, because once you decide that the people who disagree with you are Nazis, everything is allowed. Why wouldn't you threaten them in restaurants or burn their houses down or who knows? This could very well end in tragedy. You start talking like this and you don't know where it's going to go. Some progressives seem to welcome all that. Quentin James, who's the head of a political action committee that supports Democrats, recently announced that those calling for calm are, quote, accomplices of the current administration. Accomplices? This is the language of total war. It's scary. It has no place in politics. We're heading towards something awful. And the only people who can stop it are the adults on the left. And there are still some. Democratic members of Congress, entertainment figures, religious leaders, media chieftains like Jeff Zucker at CNN or Andy Lack at NBC. They're silent now, cowering and complicit in all of this. But the country badly needs them to cool the rhetoric and rein in the mob. No more Nazi talk on their TV channels. No more screaming at people in restaurants. There's a point of no return, and we are approaching it, and we need their help to pull back. Let me remind you that Shane Warren said in his DVD made at the Prophecy Club called The Storm, Judgment, and Revival, Friday, October the 5th, 2012, that there is a 400-year judgment cycle, and America's judgment arrives in 2020. Is he right? Well, I have to say, with the things we're hearing on the TV and around the world right now, he sounds real close. Now, remember, 2020 is 400 years from the Mayflower Compact of 1620. 
2020 is 40 years from when the judgment was pronounced to Dimitri Dudeman in 1980. So we may, I'm not setting a date here, we may have as little as two or three years to the fall of America. Now listen to this, because this sort of points to what I've been saying, that the internal revolution, not the final one, but we are in a series of internal revolutions heading to the big one right now. Listen, this is anti-Trump protesters. And I had to do a lot of editing on this because about every third word was the F word. It's like, and you know, that ought to tell you whose side they're on. When a person can't talk using profanity or some kind of curse word, that tells you who their God is. Listen. A lot of people are murdered by our United States military for this country. How many countries are we occupying right now for that flag? How many Native Americans died for that flag? How many? How many? Answer. You're real quiet now. We're talking about genocide. We're talking about colonialism. Genocide. How many people died installing communism in Russia? What the f*** does that have to do with that flag? For this, for this segment, I have to tell you what they're saying because it's F Trump, F Trump, but of course I've cut out the F part. Listen. Oh, real quiet now. What happened? What happened? Oh, he said what happened? 
This is in America, land of the free, home of the brave, the nation that has more Christians in it, more churches in it than any other nation. But the Bible says that we become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Sounds to me like that was some unclean and hateful birds, doesn't it? You remember Dimitri was told that the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by CNN. I mean, started by ABC. I mean, started by NBC. I mean, started by the communists. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what I'm going to say. Started by the communists. Listen, this is Senator McConnell simply trying to get in his car while he was at Georgetown University. See, the communist Maxine Waters has been telling people that they need to push back on people that support Trump. They need to gather a crowd, and they need to push back on them. We've already played that several times. Now listen to this is Mitch McConnell just leaving a restaurant, walking out in the parking lot to get to his car, and there's people there to harass him. We did good. No comfort for fascists. No, no comfort. Justice, no peace. No justice. No peace. No justice. No peace. No justice. No peace. We'll vote you out, baby. So, brothers and sisters, I need your help. America is in the process of falling. The question is only how long we have before the fall is final. Maxine Waters is calling for Democrats to begin to harass Trump supporters. The Department of Homeland Security boss, Kirsten Nielsen, has been heckled at a D.C. restaurant. Scott Pruitt becomes the latest Trump official to be harassed at a restaurant. Sarah Sanders was asked to lead the Red Hen restaurant because she worked for Trump. So much for free speech, right? Then Trump supporters unleash anger at the wrong Red Hen restaurant restaurant, meaning 
We have wrong on both sides. It's not just all the Democrats. The problem is we have forgotten the law of our God. Problem is, a long time ago, a lot of people in America decided they didn't need to go to church. They didn't need Jesus. They didn't need their Bible. And even some of them thought, well, we want to stick with the Bible, so let's rewrite it so it says what we want it to say. And then we have now 400 different versions of the Bible. Headline, violence in American streets. Communist leaders urge their followers to rise up and prepare for a summer of rage. Are you hearing this? This is an American newspaper saying this is going to be a summer of rage. Then Michael Moore gets on HBO and says, quote, the U.S. military would side with the progressives in a civil war against Donald Trump. Are you hearing this? Now, this is not some little side, little radio program that nobody listens to. This is Michael Moore on HBO. The U.S. military would side with progressives in a civil war against Donald Trump. Aside from whether they really would, and I don't believe they would, but aside from that, the point is what he's doing is calling for civil war. He's calling for the military to rise up against the president, the duly elected president of the United States, and it doesn't end there. In Portland, Oregon, some Christians gathered for a simple prayer rally. Okay, that's something that you and I might do. (laughs) Might not be a bad idea. Instead of gathering in a church, they simply gathered outside. Trump supporters had gathered to pray, and they were caught unprepared for the violence that erupted. One woman said that she was convinced these, these Antifa had come down there to try to murder us, unquote. These Antifa thugs showed up throwing rocks and flashbang grenades. Okay, Americans throwing rocks at one another using flashbang grenades? Brothers and sisters, how long do we have? How long do we have? Okay, it even gets worse. So the police finally intervened. They began arresting some of these Antifa thugs, and they confiscated. Now listen to this list. This is a list, and you wonder why God told me and Leslie to get our LTC, our license to carry a firearm, okay? Here it is, okay? This is the reason, because God knows what's coming. Mace, clubs, gloves, reinforced knuckles, batons, knives, handgun clips. Now, if they confiscated handgun clips, guess what else was also there? Guns. Okay, if there's guns, it's just a matter of time before bullets start flying. Once bullets start flying, then we get behind trees and the left is shooting at the right and the right is shooting at the left. And brothers and sisters, that, my friends, is the definition of a civil war. How far are we away? The answer might be one more bullet, one more rally, and all of a sudden we're there. It it could happen any day now. That's the reason I ask for your support. Will you help me try to warn America? If you believe this message, if you believe I'm not a liar, if you believe in Dimitri Dudeman, then we need your help, brothers and sisters. I need to be on lots more radio and TV stations. We need your help, your prayers, yes, but also your financial gifts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each, 
25 for 160, that's 640 each. 15 for 120, that's 8 bucks each. 10 for 100, obviously $10 each. 6 for 70, 4 for 50, and 2 for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog. Or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112, and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. Do you have some bad habits or issues that need changing? Do your prayers go unanswered and you feel like a failure? Do you want to do good but find yourself continuing to do bad? Maybe bad dreams or nightmares, angry too often, not making progress in your life? Maybe you need to come to the Hide and Sink Christian Deliverance Conference. This is Christians Helping Fellow Christians. July 21st, 1 to 5 p.m. Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540K Avenue, corner of Park and K in Plano. No charge. If you have questions, call Lou at 972-567-4122. 972-567-4122. No reservations necessary. Show up. July 21, 1 to 5 p.m. Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540K Avenue in Plano. See you there.